Welcome to Bitverse Byte, a weekly podcast about the web industry, tools and techniques upcoming and in use today. My name's Adam Listek. I'm a web developer from Northern California and Central Illinois. And this week I want to talk about project management. I know it's not the most exciting of topics, but it's one of those that comes up pretty often. Um, even if you don't think that you're, you know, actively doing all of the kind of different aspects that it can encompass, but you know, when you're just even planning out a small set of tasks or you know a goal that you want to accomplish, I mean, you're essentially doing the same thing. So I wanted to talk a little bit about you know what what is a project. You know, how does that relate, you know, even in the small business aspect, but also, you know, more specifically in the web designer world um, or developer world? Uh, and what can you do to kind of think through how you might plan it out and what kind of things come up? So kind of first off, you know, well, what is a project? I, and I guess that it's really just a, an a individual or a collaborative effort going for a defined goal. So really vague, kind of generic, but what it just means is that, hey, we're going to try to figure out some tasks or requirements or something to get from point A to point B. And that goal might be to launch a website. It might be to launch a product, open a store, you know, kind of whatever makes sense. So what I take out of this definition is that even though you may typically think of projects in a larger sense, it can really be just as simple as a single person working towards a goal. You know, adding structure around that can help you achieve it, and it can be really helpful to get there qu more quickly and more efficiently. It does take a little bit of upfront effort, but the trade-off generally is that there are less surprises along the way, and you can kind of plan for you know spots that might give you trouble and especially if you have to plan budgets and timelines you might be able to kind of mitigate and head off some of the potential pitfalls that come with that so when you're thinking about planning um, and I'm going to kind of go down a few of these but like an overview of a larger project there might be a lot of different aspects to it maybe you're defining the risk uh, and that's kind of like what programs or, well, think about what might break or what what could go wrong and then how you might mitigate that as the project goes. You know, what resources you might need, um, be it other developers, be it other companies, uh, extra things you might have to purchase or buy along the way. Um, but usually resources are in the time aspect, like, for what time um, do you need to allocate, you know, certain resource, resources for? Uh, you know, what timelines you're working under. Now, this could be that you have a defined end date, but it could just be that you have to plan out what a series of tasks might take and how long, and then how does that all fit together, especially at a larger project when you might have a couple competing different, you know, um, goals that you may have to get to. Uh, what your budgets are. Uh, both for like individual aspects and overall, you know, and then what are the tasks and milestones? You know, what do I know that, hey, phase one is done um, or 
version one is done or however you might look at it. And then what are all the individual little discrete tasks that make that up? And then stepping back from that, you know, a small project might be as simple as just defining these 10 tasks that need to be done. And I just know that it has to be done in a month and I have a hundred bucks to do it. You know, that, that could be a project, you know, so it, you can build a lot of structure in, or you can, you know, kind of keep it simple. The overall idea, though, is that you're just trying to plan your work a little bit. So I, I do like to think of project management less traditionally, personally, you know, and it's not so much I'm going to write all these project plans and do all this. I am going to put it all down, but in a way that is structured for how I might work um, or structured for a way that I can better deliver to a customer. So it will evolve and it will change, um, especially as you learn more about how you work. You know, what, might, what I know might take me 20% more time and effort to do, maybe someone else is 10% or 50%. You know, it just depends. And then you can kind of build in those buffers to kind of help you figure out how best to plan. So the idea, though, is that the structure you know, I'm putting all this stuff around it shouldn't be an impediment to the project or to your goal, but it should help you protect your time and that of your resources so that not only does it help you not forget things, but it also helps you to focus on what is needed and by when. So another big important aspect of this is defining your project requirements. Uh, and I found this especially interesting in the concept of um or maybe not concept but the uh guys of web development and um launching a website you know because that's primarily where i'm coming from and when i think of the project requirements it might be okay i need a website to showcase my company well what does that mean does that mean that People need to contact you. Does that mean that you need to have a series of articles on there? Um, you know, your goal is to increase conversions of some sort of form um, or payment form uh, by 20%. You know, what are the requirements? What are your goals? Uh, and part of that is breaking it down. You know, if, if your requirement is just a, I need a website, well, you don't have to go crazy with it, but you do need to kind of determine what few things that you might actually need. Like, could it be, um, I need at least five pages that explain our upcoming projects or our accomplishments, um, and I need to have a contact form to make sure that people can get a hold of me. Well, that makes sense to kind of lay out. What you don't probably need to do is go the extra step and let's say, okay, well, I need these... Uh, I need to make sure that, you know, the footer has 20 links of this type of, you know, on margin left of 20 pixels and this. That might evolve out of the design. And if you build it in such a way where, you know, the customer can kind of modify some stuff as they go, well, then that might alleviate some of your, you know, needs to really strictly define every aspect of it. You know, at the same time, though, you do need to get to the point of, you know, what's that, I guess, the term minimal, minimum viable product? 
you know, what, what do you at a core need to get out there to make it work? So this can be kind of hard to do, the whole project requirement thing, because sometimes it is just a very ephemeral goal to begin with. Like it's a moving target. But if you can really talk it through and, you know, nail down what exactly you need to accomplish, and notably, how do you actually measure that you've met it, then you can go, it will take you a long way to actually figuring out how best to accomplish it in the time necessary. So it may mean just sitting down with the customer or yourself, if you are the customer, uh, and really thinking through, well, what are we trying to accomplish here? And I've often found that, you know, when talking to small business owners, you know, a lot of times it's a very, you know, hard to quantify idea that they have, which is, well, I've been told I need a website, so make one for me. Well, that, that's great, but what are you trying to do? You know, and the same thing comes up all the time with social media, which is, well, I've been told I need a Twitter, what do I do? Well, why? What are you trying to do with it? You don't need these things if you're not going to use them. Because part of the thing is building up that expectation. And so if somebody says, I need a blog, and if you don't do anything with it, then what's the point of having it? You know, and it can create stress and an expectation that you're actually going to produce that kind of stuff on there. So it, it can be hard, but spending time to really nail down what you need will will help you define not only where you're trying to go with it, but also make the project go a heck of a lot easier. So you know, another thing that kind of goes along with this is scope creep. And I'm, if you've never heard this term, basically it means as the project progresses, you might see new or changed requirements come in. And what this means, you know, is like, okay, I am... I'm designing this, uh, maybe they asked to display the three latest articles and all of a sudden they say, hey, we would really like to have a calendar on there. Well, wait a second, that adds a lot of complexity, a lot of changing requirements, so what do you do with that? Um, so you can either choose to kind of say, okay, well, they asked for it, so let's put it in. Or you could really think about, well, wait a second, does this make sense? for what we're trying to do with this project. Does it even fit within this project? Or maybe this is something that can be added on after the main site is launched. Uh, it really depends. Uh, and that's something you have to kind of work out with the customer and you know, yourself, what you allow. But you, you don't want to end up in this endless cycle of 20 different revisions just for one thing You know if it means you'll never quite finish the project or it'll go over budget and over time. So this is a hard one because sometimes there are necessary changes. You know, those kind of things, so I tend to look at like it's a security thing. Like this is going to cause a security problem, so yes, we have to change it. Or the workflow wasn't thought through well enough and this will cause massive amount of times. And, you know, sometimes that will cause things to go over time and budget. So you really... You have to kind of weigh everything. But the one thing you want to do is make sure you communicate this. And that kind of goes into the you know next thing, which is or the next two kind of things are, you know, setting a schedule, you know, and what your timelines are, and communication. So scheduling is is tough. 
that is something that I think every person doing a project struggles with no matter what. No matter how good you are at project management, it's things happen. And you kind of need to build that in. And one of the things I found is that every person is different and every project is different. You know, through, you know, my own personal experience, no matter what I think the time is going to take, I probably usually need to at least add about 30% more on top of it because things happen, life happens. Um, and you want to make sure that you're, you're setting a reasonable expectation for what you can accomplish and for what you can deliver. And really, you just find that out through experience. Um, and it's even harder when you have to schedule multiple people because, you know, what if you're depending on a component of the project that you know, someone else is doing and they're just not done yet? You know, maybe through no fault of their own, but because of that, does that mean you can't continue to work? Um, so how do you schedule those conflicts? How do you schedule that? How do you shift things around to make it work? Um, certainly easier when you're a lone developer and, you know, working on it, but it definitely helps to kind of not um, set yourself in too short of timelines. Uh, it, you know, sometimes you're, you're stuck, like saying, this is the deadline by this date, it has to be done. Well, at least you're within a constraint, you know, you can kind of schedule within it. Uh, but if it's something like, all right, we're going to redesign a website there's no real launch date, but we want to get this here, you know, and it can be tempting to say, okay, I'm going to get it done in a month. And sometimes that's fine. But other times, like if it's a large redesign and you want to take time to do it right, maybe three months is reasonable. So it just kind of depends, you know, what, what is your goal? You know, when do things have to happen, but don't give yourself too many constraints on it if you can if you can pad your time a bit to make sure that you can take the time and do it right, then that will go a long way to not only keeping the stress down on yourself, but also on getting a better product out the door. And then finally, this kind of goes with, you know, the last part of this is the communication. So it's incredibly important that you and the customer keep informed and keep a line of communication going. Because if you don't, uh, it's real easy for someone to think that, oh, man, they're not actually working or I haven't heard from them in a while. I don't even know what's happening. And yes, you don't need to be providing daily updates. Uh, generally speaking, you don't. Um, some projects might demand that, I suppose. But it's good to at least communicate you know, weekly or biweekly. Um, I like to kind of do biweekly because it it's not too many days before, you know, um, it's gone on and then you can actually talk about some of the things that, you know, you've made progress on. Like if it was daily, it might be kind of hard to say, well, I've, I've coded this widget, so it's up and running, but I've still got X, Y, and Z, you know, kind of by midweek or by the end of the week, you're able to say a lot more of, all right, well, I finished this major aspect or, you know, this is where we're at, or this is the struggle I'm at. Um, and you know, people are pretty understanding. If you are experiencing, you know, a, a part that's giving you trouble, well, it's okay to communicate that. Maybe they don't need all the technical details, but to say like, all right, I've accomplished this, but this part is causing some trouble, but we're working through it. And, you know, maybe these are the things we need to think about. Getting 
you know, the customer involved and invested in it too goes a long way to kind of making sure that you're arriving to the same goal at a time, you know, and a um, collaborative effort that makes you both feel like, you know, you've, you've actually accomplished something. So it was kind of a big overview of project management. Um, you know, I'm no expert. I just, this is kind of all born out of what I've learned doing web development, you know, working for university, just kind of doing all of the things that uh, come along with that. And sometimes you need to do a lot. And then sometimes you need to do, you know, very little to accomplish the same things. But spending some time to be upfront, thinking over what this means, it'll go a long way. So follow this podcast on Twitter at bitvbyte and Facebook at slash bitvbyte. And, you know, let me know what you do for your project management and what hurdles you have encountered. So thanks for listening, and I hope you join us next week.